Hello everyone, how are we doing? Welcome back to my podcast. I hope you've all had a really good week. I hope you're having a good day. Um, it's quite early for me. What time is it? Well, it's not early. It's quarter past eight. I don't normally do podcasts at quarter past eight, but I have a busy day today and I had a little bit of technical problems there. I don't know why, but my little thing was confusing me. But um, yeah, so welcome back. I really hope everyone's doing well. Everyone's doing good I'm still very busy for me I have my two exams I've got two exams and they're next week I actually have an all-day exam how horrible is that I just get like what have you ever heard of an all-day exam I'm doing like an nutrition degree and I'm doing an all-day exam I have to write two essays in a day with like full referencing and everything it's brutal but anyway that's besides the point I'm actually in my car just now recording this podcast because there's no quiet place in my house to do this. And it's, it's quite funny having a podcast and stuff like that because you, you don't realise like the actual silence that you need to record these things. Like my mum will be upstairs, she'll close a, close a door and you can hear it. So it's really annoying. But I actually don't mind this. This is quite fun. Um, No one's going to bother me unless there's like some car coming. But it's early on a Sunday morning, so it'll be fine. So yeah, today I'm wanting to talk about a little bit about the importance of physical activity um, for your health because I think that it is a little bit undermined to be honest and you might think that's like a little bit (laughs) crazy of me saying that but I think that people know, you know, we talk about physical activity and it's the least complicated one of the two out of like the two big ones is in nutrition and, and physical activity. I think it's um yeah, and I think that physical activity is seen as something you know you have to do. I've said it multiple times. It is a simple concept. You know, it is the physical activity. You just go. You're just more active. But I think it's important to acknowledge the just how important it is to be physically active. So. First of all, physical activity is just any bodily movement that's produced by muscle and exercises, recreational activities, so sport or going to the gym or things like that. But, you know, all of them are very beneficial for your health, but you might be more physically active than you think. That's why I'm telling you that de- definition, because, you know, it's, it's any movement that you're not really sitting or lying down. So, you know, doing the dishes is physical activity, you know, so which is it's a really good thing to to understand because it's important um you know you know physical activity is just movement and i think we get so caught up in um the exercise phenomenon of like oh we need to go to the gym we need to do this we need to run uh, all these things where you know it's people don't enjoy a lot of those things and that and that's fine in our modern world you know even in uh, i know in their old the old times when people people didn't do like sport really thousands and thousands of years ago they just moved to survive um and that's kind of the difference with that um and physical activity and exercise yes they are two different things but they are kind of achieving the same goal but um physical activity you know it is um light moderate and vigorous so you know there's three different levels to that as well but yeah just to make that distinction so that's clear but there's a really really interesting 
f- few studies that um, I've, I've come across in the past few years that I think might open up your eyes a little bit about physical activity. So I wanted to kind of talk about that. But anything really, walking is walking is a great way to get started if you, you know, if you don't exercise much at all. Walking is a great one. I will say that until the day I die. Walking is insanely undermined um, and it really shouldn't be. It's, it's an important one. And it's so good for your mental health as well. So if you're, you know, doing doing no, doing no exercise or, you know, we classified as sedentary, which is um, not active most of the day, walking is a really great one. The only thing about that is, though, it does take up a lot of time. So, like, you don't, don't normally go for, like, a 10-minute walk. You know, it's normally, like, half an hour to an hour. So if you're struggling for time... You know, there's loads of different things you can do for that as well, but I'll go into that. I'm jumping the gun a bit here. So, a really, really interesting study by, oh my gosh, I can't remember the name, but it was basically looking at, it's, it's called fatness versus fitness, which is an interesting um, title, but it was basically looking at the different levels of physical fitness um, and the impact that had on mortality risk and death essentially um, and, and health on obese people and healthy weight people and it's really really interesting because they found that you know compared to um, fit people and healthy weight healthy weight and fit people and obese people um, and obese people that are f- physically active first of all let me say this obese people or overweight people or any type of things like this can be very physically fit that is one misconception that you know we don't really think about but if you are overweight or obese or anything like that it doesn't mean that you are unfit that is one thing that someone cannot tell about you from your appearance you know it's it being physically fit is dependent upon how much regular exercise that you do not the way you look necessarily but of course being overweight and obese is much easily easily achieved by being sedentary obviously because you're burning less calories that way and it's more likely that you will gain weight but there there is a, a small population there's a small part of the population that is actually obese and very physically fit so they studied people that were obese and very physically fit and they found that their mortality risk from chronic disease in comparison to their obese counterparts that weren't physically fit their decreased risk of disease was monumental so the only change in the in the obese group and the obese and very physically fit groups were that they were physically fit and they just that simple act of being regularly active decreased their mortality rate and risk of chronic disease massively so that is a really important thing to understand because you know if you struggle with your weight or you know if there is um you know you don't really know the reason why you need to exercise but you do you do anyway or you know any type there could be loads of different reasons physical activity regular physical activity uh, of all types low medium and vigorous is a really really important way to reduce your disease risk and reduce ill health regardless of your weight and that is that's crazy so you know you could argue that physical activity is actually more important than a healthy BMI you know but healthy BMI I refer to BMI because 
you know scientists do and it's a scientific way of doing it but it really shouldn't be I don't like BMI I think it is very unreliable and based upon very biased and um, stupid concepts but I use BMI just because um, that's what you know all the scientific (laughs) all the scientific evidence relies upon so yeah if you look at it like that being physically active is more important than being um slim but obviously being overweight or being obese no matter how much you exercise there is still the health complications surrounding excess fat and um the issues with that as well i just want to quickly say as well that the difference between subcutaneous and visceral fat so that you can look at it in yourself i'm not sure if i've already talked about this but i'll just do it really briefly so subcutaneous fat is the fat that is just under your skin so you know when you like pinch your skin and there's just a little layer of fat that is subcutaneous fat and that is there so we can survive it's an essential fat that we require Whereas visceral fat is usually surrounding your organs. So, you know, people that have a really big belly and like skinny legs and skinny arms or even people that just hold a lot of their weight in their upper body and their trunk. So their abdominal kind of area. This is um, this is uh, associated with an increased risk of chronic disease and mortality. So if you, you know... This is dependent on where you know where you store fat is totally genetic and it's you can't control it. But if you are lucky enough to um, ha- have more subcutaneous fat than visceral fat, even the uh, a lot of excess fat on the lower body and on the hips, especially in women, has actually been shown to be somewhat protective and not necessarily as negative for your health is what we might have thought so excess fat doesn't necessarily mean negative um and that is that's a big statement but it is true but it it is very dependent on where you store that fat and what type of fat that it is so this visceral fat but the best way for me to describe it to you is that you know the people that have really big bellies that is fat excess fat surrounding the organs surrounding the intestines the pancreas the liver all these organs and putting strain on these organs which increases your rate of mortality from disease and also chronic disease risk so that is a really quick way to to be able to analyze where you might be storing a lot of your fat now if you're a woman and a healthy weight do not worry about this too much because you know women tend to store more weight in their abdominal area simply because that's where reproductive organs are that doesn't necessarily mean that you have this a lot of visceral fat um, um, it's really about the ratio of visceral fat to subcutaneous fat you, you know excess fat in general increases your rate of having visceral fat but it is very dependent on where you store it like those people that have a really big belly really skinny legs really skinny arms the, the likelihood of that person having a large majority of visceral fat is quite high and I don't know if any of you have heard of this measurement before, but waist to hip ratio. So if you measure the smallest part of your waist and, you know, the smallest part of your, I mean, the, the largest part of your uh, hips. Um, and then that that number is divided by each other. And, you know, that, that type of measurement is really good measurement for understanding cardiovascular disease risk and also visceral fat. 
But of course, we don't really know what type of fat it is unless, you know, you get cut open and, and analysed, you know. But also, again, if you have problems with eating disorders, measurements, numbers, if they bother you, please don't listen to this. Um, that's not important, but it's just, you know, it's an interesting thing to know. And if you are, if you do have a lot of fat in your abdomen more than what is deemed as healthy or if you're overweight or obese and you have majority of fat in your stomach, that is maybe something you know, to think about with the visceral fat and these types of things and maybe increasing your physical activity to help combat some of these risks and these, these issues. And th- this is a great thing. If you, you know, just because you're anyone is overweight or obese doesn't necessarily mean you have to lose weight immediately. Something you can start doing is being very physically active, you know, walking a lot, maybe swimming, maybe going to the gym, any type of exercise that you enjoy really, that is what is important to me that people are um, exercising in a way that they enjoy. But that is a really interesting, you know, concept that we, you know, it's there's such a huge emphasis on weight loss all the time. And it's not necessarily where we should be focusing our energies on. Maybe we should be focusing our energies on physical activity and increasing physical activity because it really is so important for our health. Also, a quick note for anyone that might be listening to this that is diabetic or maybe pre-diabetic or maybe having hyperglycemia, so issues with blood glucose, physical activity actually an exercise of course increases your insulin sensitivity so insulin sensitivity is basically your tissues so skeletal muscle adipose tissue and your liver so adipose tissues fat um, and how sensitive these tissues are to insulin so when we eat something you know specifically something high in refined sugar our insulin goes up to bring the blood sugar back down so when our tissues are resistant to this insulin, then the insulin cannot work effectively enough to bring the blood glucose back down. A very simplified way of saying this. And this results in hyperglycemia, which means that you will have elevated blood glucose levels. And this is very bad for your health and can eventually cause type 2 diabetes. So a way to be able to comp- combat this particularly if you have type 2 diabetes is exercise because um I won't go into the technicalities of that but it increases your sensitivity the the, the tissue sensitivity to insulin and it is a very very good way of managing type 2 diabetes in one one way and also helping you with that but that's another reason why people should be physically active as well because the majority of the population is pre-diabetic and has metabolic syndrome Metabolic syndrome is basically, you know, a lot of different pre-disorders in one kind of thing. And it's because we're eating eating and living so badly for our health today. And a lot of us are suffering from this and a lot of us are just on the verge of developing chronic disease. So it's not, it's never too late to start working on your health because it will do no harm. It will do amazing amazing good for your health and physical activity is one of the very great ways in which you can do this. Diabetes is a huge problem in our society, it's an absolutely humongous problem. Um, 90 to 95 percent of diabetes is from type 2 diabetes which is a lifestyle related um, disease, disorder. So anything that we can be doing to increase um, our insulin sensitivity 
um, and increase our health and is really really beneficial to you and to to your well-being and you know exercise is fun I don't know I don't really know like who doesn't enjoy exercise when they find the right one for them I know there's you know it's very easy to not enjoy specific types of exercise and that's totally fine you know we're not all made the same and we don't all like the same things and that is absolutely fine so I urge you to find what you enjoy you know try a random class like do something fun do something active and you know see where it gets you because it is so important to be physically active there will never be a stage in your life where it is not important to be physically active so no matter what stage in life you are right now just make an effort to be that and obviously it's so difficult for some people to be physically active you know with how busy they might be um or you know you might work from home now and that makes you more sedentary because you're sitting at a desk most of the time you know i know there's lots of people that have so that are so busy and have so little time to exercise but there's things you know we can do we can if you're really struggling to get any type of physical activity and you can do hit workouts which are you can literally google google it on youtube i mean search it on youtube and there's an abundance of of hit workouts and it's basically just you can get as little as five minutes of um uh hit workouts that are basically just really high intensity interval training so you are really really intensely exercising and then you get a, a really short break and then you do it again and you can do that for any type of hit hit workout above 20 minutes isn't really achieving what a hit workout should be achieving a hit workout should be a fast workout you know um very quick time frame with a lot of intensity and this is a really good way to to do a lot of exercise really quickly and there's been a lot of benefit benefits proven with hit um um hit training so if you really struggle with time maybe try looking at that you can do it in your house you can do it just for 10 minutes or something at a break at your works anything and I know that like it is hard to motivate yourself to do these things as well but you know just 10 minutes of your life is is a day or whatever is a really 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 great start when when coming to terms with physical activity and exercise and it's really 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 important that you prioritize this for all these benefits you know physical inactivity physical inactivity kills people and it is a risk factor for so many chronic diseases. It's one of a, a massive risk factor for cardiovascular disease, which is killing majority of the population today. The majority of the population in the whole world is being killed by cardiovascular diseases. So coronary or artery disease, any type of disease of the heart and blood vessels is killing majority of people today. So anything we can do to, to, to prevent that from happening is very important. So physical activity, please, please make a point of, um, you know, put, putting it into your life if you don't already. I know a lot of people do exercise, actually, um, but, you know, we can all benefit from, you know, different levels of physical activity and exercise. Try a new sport, go and do something with your friends, you know, do anything. It's so important you will not regret it for, you know, your health, your your my body really depends on it one of the reasons another reason that just came to my head you know heart rate our heart rate and our hearts are the our hearts are the only thing keeping us alive right and our heart is supplying blood and oxygen 
and nutrients to every single organ, every single part of your body requires oxygen and blood. And if our heart can't pump that ver- pump that blood very effectively, then you know our organs have issues, and so does our heart, so does our well-being. So, being very physically active actually. Um, what it does is it impacts the heart in a really positive way, in a way that makes your heart more effective. And I love this idea of what you know what happens to the heart when you exercise, and it, it might be quite good to give you an understanding of the picture to do with what happens when you get when you're very active and you um, what happens to your heart. So you have a chamber in your heart called the left ventricle. Um, I'm not going to bore you with the details of the heart because it's complicated. But the left ventricle is really important for a lot of things in the heart. And when you're very physically active, this left ventricle actually increases in size simply because there is... So when we exercise, about 80% of our blood flow from our heart goes to our muscles. So we require a lot of blood when we're when we're active, when we're exercising. So our heart needs to pump blood as effectively as it can to these muscles so that we can continue exercise. So after regular activity again and again and again, your heart increases in size, which means that within one beat of the heart, more blood can get to your muscles and your organs and whatever is needed in that moment. So this left ventricle increases and there's more blood that can fill into the left ventricle. And then in one beat that is ejected, ejected? No, (laughs) ejected. Ejected through your body to the muscles that need it most, which means your exercise will be more effective, will seem easier, and your muscles will be thriving in the, the nutrients and the oxygen that it needs to continue the exercise. And the more you do this, the more you exercise, the more demand you put on your heart, the bigger your left ventricle gets, and the more efficient your heart works. And a really great way of seeing, you know, that you have this is a low resting heart rate and a a low resting heart rate is um, a good indicator of you know cardiovascular disease risk and also um, well no not a good indicator of cardiovascular disease just an indicator of heart health Um, because we want our hearts to be working very minimally when we're at rest we don't want it to be beating hard we don't want it to be going crazy we want it to be slow and restful when we're resting so we want a low heart rate um, when we're resting. We don't want it. So a normal heart rate is anywhere between 60 to 100. But um, I don't know. But some people, you know, to, to, to measure your heart rate, you can use your um, the palpitation method on your neck or on your wrist. You can do it like that and you can count for 30 seconds, times it by two. You'll get your heart rate for a minute. Um and, and, and that's your, your rest and heart rate. Or you can, you know, if you have a smartwatch and stuff like that, most people do know their, their rest and heart rate these days. But 60 to 100 is normal. And then if you're really, really, really active, then, you know, anything between 40 to um, 40, 50 is normal as well. But the lower your heart rate, the better. Obviously, any anywhere below 40, you're, you know, there's a bit you're either an, a professional athlete or you know you have a heart condition of like too, too slow heart but you know trying to get your heart rate down is also another good thing but again if numbers freak you out don't listen to this it's just a, a good way of seeing that your heart is working effectively and is slowed at rest which is what we want so yeah this is this has been a technical 
like quite a technical podcast but I think it's important to give to give people the picture like I think with like uh, these types of things no one wants to complicate it and like put the theory behind it but for me like when I when I get told like you need to physically be need to be physically active well I'm like okay great but why you know that's the why to move why you want why you want to exercise because you understand what it's doing to your body and how that's benefiting you so that really helps me and I hope that helps you to understand that you know why we need to be physically active why we need to exercise and what that might do to our bodies in such a positive way so you can picture it like sometimes when I'm moving I'm like oh this is like I can my right now my heart is pump like pumping blood to my muscles in an effective way and you know it's insane it's such an insane thing to think about and it's a really the body's a beautiful thing and the body works in beautiful ways so why not try to understand it but it might be slightly complicated but this is what I'm here for to try and simplify it for you so yeah the body's beautiful and the body's amazing so why not let's just understand you know um what happens in the body when we exercise and let's appreciate it but I think hopefully that you know if you are very physically active now you may if you, you probably knew that but if you didn't know that and it's given you some sort of like visual picture of what happens and, and why you, you know training and things like that make a difference to your body then that is you know amazing that's what I want but yes if you can fit any type of physical activity in there in your day please do and I do understand it is difficult and exercise takes up a, a large majority of the day but can we really grudge looking after our health because you know the time it takes or the effort it takes because it's going to produce life for us for the rest of our life so prioritizing your nutrition your sleep your um physical activity all these things is so important um i've been listening to a podcast about brain health as well and talking about the importance of sleep and the importance of physical activity and the importance of nutrition you know every single part of your body depends upon the way you treat it so just you know give it a care get put yourself first you know that's what it is put yourself first love yourself try out something new today you know you didn't have to leave your house for it do a youtube video you know any type of movement in a day is amazing um, it doesn't need to be complicated. You do not need to learn a massive new skill to be physically active. It is one of the easiest things to be physically active. You just get up and move. You know, have, have a dance, like just dance about. I don't know. It's Any type of movement is genuinely amazing. It doesn't need to be categorised into a specific group. So, yes, I'm not going to bombard you with any more information. But I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I am... Um, I've been doing a lot of like essays and stuff for uni about these things so it's quite good I've just regurgitated um some of the information which has been helpful it's been good for the podcast and good for my brain so yeah I really hope you enjoyed the podcast um I I hope you enjoyed last week by the way with Deborah. it's so crazy it was my first ever guest um I loved it it was really fun we had a really good conversation um I really wanted to know more about Deborah's work and it was really good that I had the opportunity to do that and also share it with you guys um I got good feedback on it a lot of people tended to like it so I will have more guests on but I'm gonna see you know who I'm gonna have on like I'm gonna keep keep those bits secret and we can surprise you but yeah I really hope you enjoy this podcast and I really hope you enjoyed last week it was really fun to do that with Deborah. Um, 
so yeah I really hope you enjoyed it I really hope you have a good week and I will see you next week <laughs>